Podcasts are an independent way for podcasters like me to bring a local voice to your ears. At the Spent the Rent Podcast, we strive to raise awareness of topics that affect the often underrepresented. Our title sponsor, Oregon Cashflow Pro, offers free money management advice that can help you take control of your finances. At OregonCashflowPro.com, you will find videos to guide you towards your goal of financial freedom. For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rent podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. to the Spent the Rent Podcast. I am your host, Patty Rose. My guest today returning for the second time is Dusty Bubbles, Dustin Bodine. Dusty, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Patty. Super excited to be here. Yeah, this is great. So uh, back in March, we had talked about your acupuncture practice. We talked briefly about uh, your music creation. And I thought I, I, it would be a good opportunity now that you have a new album coming out uh, to have you back on and kind of get a little more thorough about your music specifically. Uh, if anybody hadn't listened to the first episode, I highly recommend, I think it was episode 119, where you came on and talked about your acupuncture practice. It was it was really informative. Uh, I learned a lot from it about it, and I am I still haven't tried acupuncture, but I'm really eager to one day come and utilize your services. So uh, You that, definitely have an invitation. Yeah, I appreciate it. That was a really cool thing, and... Uh, so yeah, so I encourage anybody listening to go back and check that out. Today, we're having you back on. Like I said, we're going to talk about your new album. Uh, it drops June 21st, which is just a couple days. Uh, the album is called Five Element, and we're going to talk a lot about that. So this, it's kind of interesting. Tell me a little bit about the album and, and the concept and whatnot. Well, the album, Five Element, is an album that is based on acupuncture theory and connection to nature and acupuncture points. Which, you know, I, I'm so glad, Patty, that I had this thought um, when I was almost finished with the project. But about two days before I was finished with the project, I thought to myself, man, this is such a bad idea. I can't <laughs> believe I did this. You know, it's like such a nerdy, like crazy bad idea. But I'm glad I didn't have that thought in the beginning or I might have stopped. But, um, but uh, no, but I think that's what sometimes um, can make an artistic project or something kind of special and unique is when it's this idea that seems really outrageous, but then you still put in, you know, the time and the effort and your heart into the project. And, you know, it can come out with some really unique, interesting things. Like I had no idea I'd ever make an album like this, but what happened was, is, um, I teach classes based on acupressure and, uh, the, the, I was taught this class called the energetics to acupressure. And I was teaching this theory. And when I got back from the class, um, Joey Helpish, my music coach had made a beat album for me because that's how we decided to do our terms because I've been so busy with my practice and with teaching that he, 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 I was like, Joey, can you please make some beats for me? And please. And he, so he did, cause I'd never worked on a project before where I didn't produce the music. I've always produced my own music. So it was nice to have someone else do it. It had always been a dream of mine. And so when I got that beat album and I got back from the class, 
the idea just came to me and I just never looked back and I just yeah. kept doing it. So I think it's great. And one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on again about the music part is because we both have much different styles musically, but we have such an acquired taste in, in our, and mm. what we make and, and take, take this as you will. I mean, I mean, this as a compliment, but it's such a hard thing for people to understand what we're doing, <laughs> you know, because it's so different and so unique, but what's beautiful about it is the, is the obvious passion is the obvious, uh, joy of, of the work that we do. And mm. so it's just so different. That's what this whole show, my podcast, especially the, the musical episodes has been all about. Now I've had some really, uh, well-received artists from our area too, people that that have huge followings in our community but i really yeah. like spotlighting people that don't you know that have smaller <laughs> followings in our community yeah because they're doing such a unique thing and, that, and that's the whole point of why i did this so yeah i hope you, you don't oh, take that weird cool. i mean it's the it, it's it's that's... i think that you're very self-actualized in a way that it's like no I'm, your music is very unique and so it's going to be interesting to see how this album, uh, you know, who, who it resonates with. And I think that people will definitely see that it's something that you're super passionate about. So we're going to play a couple songs today, which is going to be a, a good treat. Normally, I just play the ending track. But today we decided we're going to we're going to play one in the middle. Then we'll come back and we'll talk about it. So that'll be good. Uh, yeah. One of the things you had mentioned to me before, you know, kind of organizing for this episode was the art of contemplation. Tell me what that means. Yeah. So yeah, I was fly fishing yesterday and I started thinking about, you know, what, what would, what would, what would I want to talk about uh, with you today, Patty, in terms of this album and, you know, what it's really about for me. And, um, many years ago I started, uh, studying, um, the art of contemplation and you're like, well, how can you study the art of contemplation? I thought contemplation is just about thinking about things, but no, there's a lot of literature out there and it's about learning how to reflect upon certain ideas um, and then being able to make them your own and have breakthroughs. So, you know, I do this for a living, you know, I practice, uh, you know, Chinese medicine and, you know, a lot of these texts that, that, that describe this medicine clinically, you know, they're very, very old. They're like 2,500 to 5,000 years old. And so when you learn this kind of medicine, it's really not about memorizing information. It's more about learning how to think, learning how to reflect and then learning how to then make it your own. Because when we learn how to make things our own, I think we embody them more, more, more fully. And then when they come out, kind of like what you were saying earlier, maybe that's where you really feel that passion and that uniqueness is because I've thought about these songs and I've thought about these concepts and the things that I'm saying for a really long time. It's not like I just got an idea and wrote it down. It's like, you know, these acupuncture points that, that these songs are about, like I've been thinking about these these points for over seven years. Um, and now to finally make it into a song, you know, it kind of gives them a different, um, you know, you use the music of language to kind of express what's inside of you. So, you know, that's to me, the art of contemplation is learning how to use your body, use playfulness. It's not just logical, but like, ask yourself a question, you know, like, you know, something, if it was a music one is like, you know, so, you know, what, what would be, you know, what is, you know, what is the, you know, why do I like hip hop? You know, what is, what is hip hop? How do I contemplate that? And how do I feel it in my body? Yeah. So to me, that's how I use, you know, thinking and reflection as a way to then make art and make it, make it a creative practice. Now. So you had mentioned, uh, you know, you translated the five elements. That's a style of acupuncture, correct? Now for the, for the people that haven't listened to uh, the first episode, explain to me what five elements are. 
Yeah, so five element is a style of acupuncture where we're not looking at pathology or symptoms. We are, they come up when we're in the clinic, but we're actually looking more at, we come from nature. And so we come from the same place. So there's fire, there's earth, there's mineral, there's water, and there's wood and plants and flora. So those are the five. And each of them have different organ systems. And then each of them also have different personality traits. So uh, a, a lung, a lung mineral person is like very connected to breath. They're very connected to feeling inspired acceptance. They have good boundaries and the mineral element is like the mountains. And if you think of a mountain, you know, a lot of people would go to the top of mountain peaks to get inspired. So these are people that, you know, generally feel like they have a connection to something bigger than themselves. So you're using archetypal ways of looking at nature and looking at people and then applying acupuncture points that help like, like strengthen that organ in that person. So if they're already more, so if they're already an inspired person and you do lung points, they might even come more inspired and then that might help their breathing and then help other physical symptoms go away as well. Right. Now you said uh, that, that this was <laughs> that you look back and reflect on, on this idea and you think, I don't know the words you use, if it was a, a dumb idea or whatever, in your words, in your words, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. uh, you know, do you find now that there is an, an easy connection creatively between acupuncture and music? Did it go hand in hand or was it a little bit of a challenge? Uh, no, they definitely go hand in hand. <laughs> I almost feel like, I feel like I was cheating in some way. Cause it was so it, because it, it's like to have an object to contemplate and then have it inspire and then write down. So, you know, like in that case, you know, my object was an acupuncture point. So I would go through books and, and different um, places where I do my Chinese medicine research and I'd research and research and research and then write things down. And then I would hold the point and think about it and then let the words come to me and then start writing things down right. and make it my own. Now, I want to talk about the creative process a lot. So uh, let's talk about it a little bit. We'll play the song and then we'll come back and we'll talk about it a little more. Uh, so you had mentioned to me that you did this in a much different method and a much different technique than in the past. Uh, explain that to me. Yeah. So, well, you know, when, when, uh, when I, that story I was telling earlier, when I received these beats and I started listening to them and I started to think about an acupuncture point, I just started to write down every single time I would listen to a beat, I'd write down the acupuncture point it reminded me of. And then in my next process, I'd started to write choruses. So instead of finishing one song at a time, I did what's called batching. So I wrote the chorus for all eight of all eight tracks and then I recorded it. And then I decided, and then I went and wrote the first verse for all eight tracks and then recorded. So each step along the way I did as a batch. So I did it all at once. So it was kind of weird to not finish an entire song to like start a song and then come back and write this, not write this, the last verse for the song until like three or four weeks or five weeks later, I had to like get back into that groove or that feeling of that song to finish it. But I also like thought it was a really like good way for my brain because it was kind of like just simplified things. It was like one thing at a time. Like I just got to think about good hooks right now, or I just got to like finish the story for the second verse. So I actually thought it was a really cool way to do a project. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And it also, I'm sure for, especially for like the second verses, you know, you, you also process stuff over a different period of time where you're like, wow, you like kind of think back and probably listen to them too, you know, in the, during that, that two or three week span, 
you know, you'll go back and kind of listen to it and reflect. That's the cool thing about the style of music, like with hip hop, a lot of times you're creating it in the studio. You're creating it. You're not writing it, you know, with a, just a guitar and you sitting on the couch or whatever. You're writing it as you're recording it sometimes, you know, so there's there's that technique as well. That's what I do a lot. You know, a lot of Definitely. times with the space bar, sometimes people's verses are written one line at a time and they're recording it one line at a time. So that's kind of kind of interesting. I don't know if a lot of people that don't make music understand how that whole process works. You know, there's the magic of of creation where people don't really they don't they don't grasp exactly how it works. There's some tricks and there's some secrets that are cheats, you know, and, and, and cheat codes and whatnot. So let's go ahead and play the single uh greater mountain stream is the title uh you had asked me to play this one uh because you said it was in your words your favorite track on the album and so that's pretty cool so let's go ahead and play that we'll come back we'll talk about it great mountain stream kidney three showing me the wisdom of water the wisdom of love in the face of fear Cleanse my mind Do these mountains look scared They bring me inspiration Closer to the divine Gateway to epiphanies Equanimity In the face of fear Cleanse my mind Do these mountains look scared They bring me inspiration Closer to the divine Gateway to epiphany Self-sympathy Stillness in my mind So instantly My essence since infancy Has been empathy For the river of one We're getting closer to the sun Closer to the light Where we can feel it all The top of mountain peaks Is where we hear the call The call of virtue Not meant to hurt you Take you through the valley Before the finale Sitting quiet in my cave just being in the void nothing but silence hear nothing but my breath so i take a pause and then i feel it again deep into my essence i start to go behind the dantian is where i feel the ming men my destiny is growing and i feel it in the wind self-sympathy for all the fear i have inside of me greater mountain stream is my original chi swimming in these waters i feel my will increase we're flowing with the doubt where we can feel it all present moment magic controlled by the earth i feel my concentration and my memory strengthen these kidneys store my gene while my spleen likes to sing sitting quiet in the dark just being in the void I hear nothing but silence Hear nothing but my breath So I take a pause and then I feel it again Deep into my essence I start to go Behind the Dantian is where I feel the Ming Men My destiny is growing and I feel it in the wind Gateway to epiphanies Equanimity in the face of fear Cleanse my mind, do these mountains look scared? Gateway to epiphanies Equanimity in the face 
Yeah, so this last verse is completely a freestyle. Kidney three, Taiji, great mountain stream. My doorway to epiphany. And I really like talking sometimes in my hip hop. Showing me the true definition. Underutilized, for sure. My feminine will. Building foundation, building trust. There's no backups on this one. Every Just for that I get. Even in movement, that's where I wanna be. Where I'm connected, a deeper to my breath, and I'm living my virtue, and I know how to see. Spent the Rent Podcast yeah. is sponsored by Oregon <laughs> cool Capital Pro, featuring Wealthcare Wednesdays, the live stream, a Q&A on all things finance. Go to OregonCashflowPro.com to find out more. More wealth, less debt, fast at Oregon Cashflow Pro. That's how I pay the bills. Uh, and so, yeah, that's cool. And I, I know what you're talking about when you're talking about kind of talking and I don't know what it is. I've had some things that I've written like that. And then when mm-hmm. I go to record it, I forget. And I, I don't know, like, I don't do it. Like, and there's been a couple of <laughs> times where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I had this whole thing. And that's one of the things I like about what I had talked about before I pushed play was about recording in the studio is that sometimes when you create a melody or you create something, you're singing it and it's just resonating with you, but it doesn't stick and you lose it. A lot of times if it's good enough, it'll always stay. It'll always be there. But yeah. Sometimes you lose it and it's rough. So yeah, you talked about the batch recording technique. Uh, how, when you're pro- when you're making these these songs, how how much do you do you listen to them? Is it something that it you know? I mean, I guess everyone is a little different. Sometimes it'll take an afternoon to write and record something. Sometimes it takes a couple days. But yeah, what how what does that time frame look like? I mean, I listen to them a lot. Yeah. When I get going, yeah, yeah, I do because you know I think listening to them to a lot really helps the backup process too. Like on this album, I recorded a lot of vocal backups Yeah, and it makes that so much fun because you're not looking at any sheets of paper, you know, you're just fully in it, listening to the music, listening to the, to the song. And you're just doing the backups, you know, straight from feeling instead of like having to read something. So I think for me, listening to that a lot, um, you know, really helps me embody it and feel it. And I, and I want to, you know, perform these songs live too. Um, and you know, I don't think it's weird to make music you know, that you like to listen to. Like, I think it's okay if you like your own music, like yeah. you should like your own music. Yeah. Well, and I mean, <laughs> I, I know the feeling of the process. That's the whole thing. One of the things I learned a long, a long time ago with music, it's like, you shouldn't really worry about the finished product as much as you should worry about the enjoyment of the process. Mm, if you're not, yeah, the creative process of making it is what you're actually doing it for. It's not, it's, it's the art of the creation. It's not, it's not so that when you're done, you have this, you're like, oh, I can move on from yeah. that. So a lot of times, you know, I've, I've said it many times on the show, music for me or, or any type of art creation is therapeutic. Obviously, this is, I mean, this is a medicine that you're basing it off of, you know, or, you know, yeah. a medical practice. So, so yeah, it's therapeutic and that's the process, not, not to have some recorded art, you know what I mean? That, that, so when I listen back, even if it was painful stuff I had taken it from, then it, it's a reflection of like, look what I was able to make with it. You know, took that pain and made something out of it. So that's something I can, I can agree. That's one of the things about your stuff that I can just feel it knowing you and knowing that and, and watching the, the, you talk about 
just different stuff on your on your social media feed, it's pretty clear that you're pretty deep into this stuff. So, yeah, you're so right, Patty, about all that. Like, it changes everything when it's not about the end product and it's just about the process. It changes absolutely everything because then it's what it, it's just a practice. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm doing this because this is me practicing. Right. And how do you get how do you get good at something? practice right exactly exactly so it's like it's just a different thing and if i didn't like doing if i ever don't like doing this i'll stop yeah you know to me i do it because i love it i mean it just makes me feel so good and it actually you know motivates me in other areas of my life because i'm like you know how do i set up a, a structure in my life where i get to do this more where i have more of this you know space and time to create because i think it helps me in all other areas of my life and it's so fun too, as being a new dad, like what playing a song and watching my new little boy, like nod his head. Like, right. I don't care how many fans I have. Like if I can make my, my one-year-old bob his head, like I'm good. Yeah. It's pretty, and he's, yeah, and <laughs> it, it's pretty, that's a pretty rewarding thing. And I, I don't know what it is with little kids, but they seem to like that kind of, you know, it's really that tone. Yeah, you know? they, they're they're, into, it. The they're into it. He grooves with it. <laughs> So, uh, you know, it's pretty obvious. I wrote this question down and in hindsight, it's a pretty stupid one. Uh, I wrote down, what is the connection to the outdoors in this project? Maybe it's not stupid and you can elaborate on this. No. But the reality is, is that there's a deep thing. The reason I say it's kind of silly looking back is because it's obvious because the five elements, you know, so, yeah. but, but I guess that is, I mean, explain, no. explain to me what, why there is a deep connection to the outdoors uh, in this project. I mean, it's not, it's not as obvious, Patty, because it wasn't even as obvious to me. You know, I went camping um, five weeks ago or so with some guys and uh, I had the album with me and I finished it and I listened to it like laying on my back in the tent, looking up at trees. And I was like, this isn't just Chinese medicine, hip hop or conscious hip hop or, or any of those things. This is also nature hip hop. Like this is, this is what has inspired me my twenties into my thirties is I spend a lot of time outdoors. I go camping a lot. I go hiking a lot. Um, even my mentor, um, who's been practicing the style that I practice for 46 years, he told me, he said, Dusty, don't read another Chinese medicine book. Just be out in nature as much as you can, and you'll learn everything you need to know. So for me, like nature and creativity are my two most favorite kinds of medicine. And those are, that's kind of, that is my message that I want to promote to other acupuncturists and other healers, that if you have a creative arts practice that you stopped because you went to med school or you started, you know, becoming a clinician, you got too busy, like pick up that pin again, or pick up the, you know, the paint again, or start dancing again, whatever it was that, that made you feel joy, you know, because I think creativity is a, you know, as you were speaking about earlier, you know, is a way to grow and to learn, you know, and, and express yourself and tell your story. Yeah. And so, and I think the more you understand your own personal story, you know, the better uh, medicine practitioner you're going to be, because then you know what you have to offer. And so for me, nature is that place where I go and do that art of contemplation and reflect. And so I think, you know, I'm going to continue to use nature um, as inspiration when I make music. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear on even just the titles of the album, you know, today, yeah, yeah. Greater Mountain Stream. And we're going to end this with uh, Wilderness Mound, you know, so it's just a lot of stuff about the outdoors. And 
you know, that's one of the things about this art form that's interesting is it's all kind of be pretty much recorded indoors, you know, with, with hip hop. I don't know how many times I've seen people recording <laughs> next to a lake, you know, doing hip hop music. That would be cool. I, I, ha I do make beats. I, ha I do like I bring all my iPad and everything and I, I have made beats around the campfire and I've made beats on a hike. I've made beats by the river. Yeah, and that's um, so 2021. I mean, I know you right? know that that to take <laughs> an amazing. iPad on a on a on a camp out or whatnot. And this is something Joey Helpish is all about. Joey Helpish, who's your music coach, uh, yeah. he's been a guest multiple times on the show. We talked about it all last episode. You know, he encourages people to to simplify the creation so that it's mm -hmm. it's like it's like just make. Make something terrible today is what he always talks about. Just do it. Just make something, you know, and, and don't worry about if it's amazing. Just do it so that you can have a finished product. And then and then you're on to the next one and you can kind of improve as like you had said before, it's practice, you know, and I think that's really cool. Uh, and yeah, you can do that nowadays with an iPad as a, as opposed to maybe an acoustic guitar, you know, at a camp out at a campfire. And yeah, stuff. And, I have it all. I bring my guitar, too. I yeah. have it all, but I, but I spent a lot of time on the iPad, you know, just using it as a keyboard and yeah. making little melodies. That's pretty cool. Uh, now, okay, so what's next for you creatively? Do you, I mean, do you already have something planned or is that something that'll just kind of come to you? Uh, I kind of have some things planned. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm in the process right now of writing a lot of hooks. And again, it's all related to nature. So, um, you know, it's summertime right now. And uh, the element of summer is fire. And so I've been writing a lot of songs based on fire yeah. and the fire element. And, uh, um, you know, that's a lot about uh, communication, joy, leadership, dancing. You know, summer is when everything's in bloom. So it's kind of, you know, like highest potential, um, bright, shiny, you know, all that kind of thing. So um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but, uh, I, I think the next album is going to be, uh, based on fire. And then I'm going to keep working with the elements because for me, it's about synthesizing my life. And so the more I make music based on what my life's work is, which was my life's work is, you know, practicing this medicine and helping people, you know, the more, the more I feel like I stay, um, grounded in what I'm doing. Yeah. So. I think something that you, you could entertain, at some point, I think it would be really cool for you to make a, a children's album because of how much you talk about your yeah. son. And I think that, you know, talking about I think it'd be really cool to do something that is like uh, about kids loving themselves. You know, that That's kind of cool. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I could see something like that would be good. But, yeah, the oh, acupuncture, thanks. the acupuncture work is is. It's really interesting to see it come into creation. So uh, if anybody hasn't listened to the old episode let's talk briefly. We'll do this. The flip of what we did last time. Last time we talked barely about music and a lot about acupuncture, but this is an opportunity for us to talk about your practice, where it's at, how people can find you. If you're interested in uh, getting acupuncture, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Thanks Patty. Yeah. I practice um, at a live integrative medicine and it's in Eugene. It's on 19th and Jefferson. And you can go to the website, aliveintegrative.com or just type in a live integrative medicine if you're around Eugene. Um, and I'm practicing there. I practice uh, five days a week and I do acupuncture and body work. And my main focus is to help people who feel like they have come, some kind of inner conflict or they're stuck or they've been through some trauma or they have chronic pain because a lot of times uh, chronic pain is often connected you know, to what we've experienced in life. And so uh, acupuncture has this really cool way of helping move energy so people feel less pain and more themselves. 
Yeah. So I put in the uh, in the show notes anywhere you're watching or listening to this podcast. There's going to be uh, the link to your practice and in your phone number, email, all that good stuff, where people can get a hold of you if they're interested. You had told me, and obviously you can't tell me names because there's HIPAA laws, which you actually <laughs> which you actually understand, unlike most people. Uh, that's a different issue. <laughs> no, but uh, mm-hmm. you had told me that you know after doing the last episode that that through word of mouth or whatnot that you had gotten a patient. So that's really cool that someone yeah, had multiple came. patients actually. Patty. Oh, yeah, I didn't tell yeah. you about all of them. Yeah. So the, commu- so, yeah. the community of the podcast people. is working and that's cool. I love, yeah. I love that. I, when I started this show, there's no way that I would have thought that this was what I'd be talking about. There's no way that I would have known that. <laughs> and, and you know, and it's not even the type of music necessarily that I, I, I get too into, but I don't care about that. It's about sharing stories of the underrepresented. I think you fit perfectly. You're always, I mean, you're one of the most positive thinking people I've ever met. So that's, that's, I don't trust it. I'm just kidding. No, no, I, no, no, I, I definitely do. I think, it's, I think I'll keep working to earn your trust. Patty. No, no, no. I trust you. I just, I, I don't trust people that aren't angry. No, but no, we talked to, oh, no, I get angry. You talk, yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about this. this last yeah. Time. So last you, time you gave me a haircut, I told you, I, we're I becoming you I friends. All the time. Yeah. Behind the scenes and you've, and I've cut your hair a few times and, and I get to see the real, I get to see the real Dustin Bodine. And then, and then you get, you get to create this character of dusty bubbles. That's the, yeah, right. that's the beauty of it is that with, with art and creation, especially music is mm-hmm. that you do get to create this persona, you know, and let's talk on that before we get out of here. Yeah. If you had to explain to someone who dusty bubbles is, cause is that, di- <laughs> is that different than Dustin Bodine? Yeah. 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 I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, dusty bubbles was a name that was given to me when I was 18 years old at the Oregon country fair. Yeah. And okay. I think that's when Dusty Bubbles was created where, you know, this, this clown energy came through and, the, and it's, it's a clown of delight where, you know, I just, I'm excited and I take delight in everything and I smile at strangers and I goof around a lot and I'm really about, you know, what's important in life, which to me is, you know, connection, you know, relationship and having a good time. Yeah. And so that's kind of what, that's what I'm about. And, um, you yeah, know, I'm also cool. about, you know, just understanding. So Dusty Bubbles is like, like, Hey, I'm, I'm here and I want to play and I'll talk about some serious shit too, if we have to. And, sure. uh, you know, life, life is meant to be delighted in. I think that's cool. I think that it's true that there's personas in art. And, uh, for me, uh, if anybody's started listening to the podcast early on, they'll know that I used to go by the name Self-Esteem But Willie in my music. And it was a complete character. And it was something that I hid behind. It was someone that was bitter and all that stuff. And I think with Dusty Bubbles, it's obvious that it reminds you to be cheery, positive, happy, you know, forward thinking, that kind of stuff. Self-Esteem But Willie was something that was from my past that I it had an edge and I had to shed that. And that's why I kind of transitioned into using the name Patty Rose Rose is my mom's last name, and so it's a way to honor her as well, and then also celebrate my Irish heritage. But Patty Rose is who I am at this point, you know, mm-hmm. because it, yeah. it's it's basically who I've been, who I've been able to become at all times. So yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a nickname and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's interesting to hear what people have to say. I think Joey Helpish uh, and his transformation from the early days of his music creation under the name Uncle Nancy is a is a prime example yeah. where he has this alter ego. And uh, it's pretty cool to actually get to pick someone's brain and to hear them say that stuff honestly and self-actualized is really interesting, you know? So, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people don't understand the the difference between the artist and the man or, or woman themselves, you know? So 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Dusty Bubbles, uh, it's a true honor. The album uh, Five Element drops June 21st on all streaming platforms. Uh, you know, so for anybody, you can go to. Uh, do you have a website where they can pre-save it, or can they just go to Spotify? Yeah, go to Spotify and pre-save it. Yeah, it's gonna be on Spotify. You know, Google Play. You know, Apple. All the all the platforms. You can go to my YouTube channel too um, under Dusty Bodine. Um, I, I have a lot of uh, educational material on there, and it'll, it'll be on there as well. Yeah, the link to your YouTube channel is in the show notes, and I definitely encourage people people to go and listen to some of the things where you're just kind of talking about just uh, self-reflection and, and just, just life itself. It's pretty cool. The stuff that you do, it's very calming. And so, yeah, there's a lot of links for people to click on in the, in the show notes of this episode. Don't forget to check out the album as it drops June 21st. We are going to end it uh, in this episode with another track. So dusty, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Uh, I look forward to uh, continuing to build our friendship behind the scenes. And so, uh, yeah, we're going to end this with a song. This is Dusty Bubbles with Wilderness Mound. Thank you, Patty. True self, true self, true nature, true nature, true nature. Deep in the wilderness. Give me order, give me purpose, let my elements grow, my elements grow. Give me order, give me purpose, let my elements grow, my elements grow. Give me order, give me purpose, let my elements grow, my elements grow. Order, give me purpose, let my elements grow, my elements grow. I wanna feel a home in my vision, just and exact. Be at peace with my decisions, in my heart without division. I listen to the trees, or teach me how to be. I am down on my knees, asking wilderness please. Show me a sign. Teach me a lesson Give me upright presence And a strong direction And a strong connection To what I'm supposed to do And where I'm supposed to go I don't even know But I'm here and now Give me order, give me purpose Let my elements grow My elements grow Give me order, give me purpose Let my elements grow My elements grow let my elements grow, my elements grow. Give me order, give me purpose. Let my elements grow, my elements grow. I wanna feel at home in my flesh, with hope and courage. Be at peace with my decisions, in my heart without division. And so I listen to these trees. They teach me how to be, standing tall in my beliefs. Wilderness mound. I hear a new message, and I hear a new plan. I feel a strong connection and a strong direction to what I'm supposed to do and where I'm supposed to go. It feels so good to know, and I feel this inner growth at home in my dreams. Give me order, give me purpose, let my elements grow, my elements grow. Order, give me purpose, let my elements grow, my elements grow. Give me order, give me purpose, let my elements grow, my elements grow. Give me order, give me purpose, let my elements grow, 